It's literally just going to be me thinking about fucking Hayley Williams for the next like three hours. God bless. You just God got stuck. fucking bless. Stuck on a Hayley Williams fan page. <laughs> She's not dead. Nah, she dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Was oh, that it? Yeah, that's, 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 I can hear the, that entire thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, here it goes. Oh, no, that's the end. <laughs> oh, but yeah, if you're unobtainable, you're dead to me. If you're unobtainable. That's what it is. Dead to me. Fair enough, man. But She doesn't exist in my world anymore. How is she not un- unobtainable? Because she lives in America. She's in a happy relationship and also so am I, so. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That makes a hell of a lot more sense than me just being like, oh, because she lives somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, man. My brain just doesn't function normally anymore. Nah. Is she actually, like, I thought she got like divorced and shit. Yeah, but people can have relationships after they get divorced. But, but I didn't know she was in another one, man. Yeah, the guitar player guy. Really? Yeah. He's been grifting for like 15 years. Fair fucking play. <laughs> fair play. If he leaves the band now, I respect it. He's like, oh, I was only here for this. I was here for this and that's it. Ah, fair enough, man. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Hello. Um, this is episode, I want to say 94. I usually write it down before so I remember what to say. And I forgot to do it today. I think it's 94. Pretty sure it's 94. This... No, it's 95. Because it's definitely not 93. Let's go with 94. All right. We'll do that. This is Dead and Friends podcast. A podcast mm-hmm. with two dudes who know nothing, but we talk about everything everything we're coming to you from the wonderful place that is scope spaces go find them on the places and then follow them and then use them for your content creation needs nice um i don't even remember what else i fucking say man that's it that enough yes it's enough they're here if you want to find us on social media you can find us on social media yes sir that's that we don't post much have you had a moment yet in, in your 30th year on this earth mm-hmm. where you realised you're 30 and not a kid anymore? Um, do you want to tell me your moment and I'll see if I've like had one? So my moment happened this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, it was on Sunday. I stayed up super late and I watched the Super Bowl. And I stayed up till the end. Were they playing? No. No, no oh. they weren't playing. I was wearing my hat though because... Got to respect the Steelers. Yeah. Got to represent. Yeah. Got to represent, for sure. But I stayed up and I watched it. And then the next day, like, Shanna went to bed, like, just after the first wee bit. She was like, I was like, right, wake me up in the morning. Because I'm going to go to the gym and all that kind of stuff. I'll just get out of the way. Mm-hmm. 4 a.m. is when it finished. <laughs> I think it was over just before that, but I stayed up and I watched the ceremony because I like to see it through. Okay. Um... And then I stayed in my bed until half past 12. <laughs> the, the next Monday? day. Yeah, on the Monday. I don't even know if Shanna even tried to wake me. <laughs> I just don't remember it. But it, it, it's really thrown me. Oh, really? <laughs> I have been chasing my tail in regards to sleep this entire week. Oh, ever since? I have just not felt rested at all. And it's that moment where I'm like, you're not 18 anymore. Yeah, okay. You can't do that. Yeah. When I was fucking... When I was terminally unemployed, I'd go to my bed at 4 a.m. all the time. Yeah, but when did you get up the next day? Oh, if I slept in until like midday, I'd be like, oh, it's an early rise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how shitty my life was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. I, don't, like, I am surprised I made it to the quiz, if I'm being completely honest. You were quite like schleppy like oh yeah i was you were very quiet chillaxing yeah i just i just i I don't think it helped the fact that we also had like a band practice thing on tuesday night which didn't finish until fucking midnight (laughs) it did not help so like we had that on friday night yeah and then we had oh yeah what did i do on saturday i don't know man you worked on saturday oh no i went out i I worked but we we went out for dinner and then sunday was a super bowl yeah and then Monday was a quiz, and then Tuesday was the fucking band practice. Yeah. Bro, I am fucked. <laughs> I just don't... I, I don't have a minute. I, like, I can't 
because I can't go to sleep as soon as I go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, I just you, set need, up. you need to sit for a bit, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah like, especially after band practice on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you'd been screaming and shouting. Yeah. I was like pure amped up. Adrenaline was running. I sat up to like half past one. Did you? Yeah, I just sat there, had a couple of whiskeys, and then I went to my bed. That's fucked. I sat there with the fairy lights on, nothing else. <laughs> I sat there in silence. Oh, that actually sounds like a dream. It was fucking glorious, man. It, it was so nice. Honestly, it's like one of the best moments of my life, I think. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I really respect that. Like, I, I, I like the silence. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, Shanna goes to bed pretty early. She's like, you come to bed? And I'm like, nah. Nah, give me a bit. I'm going to sit. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit. She's like, all right. I'm like, I get it, but no. I'm sitting up. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just I'll sit and I'll watch, like, the golf if it's on. Or I'll just sit and watch, like, stupid videos. But most of the time, it's either stick Spotify on. Mm-hmm. Just listen to some tunes. Mm-hmm. Fucking silence, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been it's been this week that's really shown me that I am not the teenager that I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Nice, nah, still in the in old organ. Yeah, it's funny because if you ask my dad like what age he thinks he is, he's like oh thirty three, without even thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know why it's thirty three. It's off the dome. Yeah, it's just straight off the dome. So it's just like when you're thirty three, you still think you're a teenager. And then when you get to like 43, you're like, nah, I'm still 33. And then that's just that you just get stuck in that like... Maybe. I always try like to time. think like whether or not it was um, like when I was born. I was like, oh, my dad would have been 33 when I was born. No. I don't know what age he was, but it's not 33. <laughs> I'm 30, he's 66. Right, so 36. Correct. <laughs> yeah, so like... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I always just thought that that's what it was, but my dad still thinks he's young. <laughs> he does. He, that's the, the thing with your dad is like he's a bit of a, I don't know the word for it. He's a bit of a weird character to gauge because he is an old man and he acts like an old man. Yes. But he also acts like a fucking Wayne sometimes. He'll love you saying that. Like an actual fucking Wayne. Oh yeah, he's, he gets giddy over stuff. It's fast. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. You know, we went out for a couple of pints like ages ago now, and like he just got steaming. <laughs> And he was just like buzzing off it the entire time. And then we got back to mine and I ordered him a taxi. Mm-hmm. And he was just like sat on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> just sat like this. Like the telly was on and uh, he was just like. <laughs> Which is so funny. And I then love that shit, dude. The taxi pulled up and I was putting him in it and I was like, don't give this boy any money. I can't pay for my taxi. And I was like. I've paid for your taxi. Like, <laughs> this is the new world, father. You don't have to worry about anything anymore, you know? But, um, yeah. I always just thought it was that. And I'd like to think that I can keep that in my head. You yeah. know, that I'm like, ah, you can be young. You can still be young and old at the same time. Ah, like, you, can still time. Be, you can still get, like, you can still get excited about shit. Like, I think that's something that, like, gets lost as you get older, is you're like, I shouldn't get excited about this because it's like, I'm an old guy. It's immature. But like, I love getting excited about shit. Yeah, I want to like, get giddy. I'm never fucking going to get rid of that. Like, I want to feel joy. Yeah, it's like, you see these like, my fucking alpha types, you know? And I'm just like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. It's like, be stoked. Just be excited. It's It's not a bad thing. It's not. Like, you're not being any less of a person that you are. Don't make you a bitch just because you want to like express emotion let's <laughs> 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 not you know my dad when he was steaming was always like my dad got really like dancey when he got drunk <laughs> which was like really funny because my dad's like my dad's always like hello white hello white <laughs> <laughs> but like always he always tries to come across as quite like proper you know yeah, like yeah. He, he wants to be like one of the guys but then he, he is like he comes across as like a professional you know yeah, like, like that's he, true. He, I mean, he's been a salesman his entire life, so he's having he's had to like sell a persona of himself his entire life. So like that kind of like creeps into your psyche as who you are as a person. But like when he got a drink in him, my dad got real dancey, and it was so fucking funny to he watch. You got like white girl wasted. Oh, not not like he never got like I don't think I ever saw my dad like steaming, steaming drunk. He's kind of the same as me. Like I don't ever like we talked about it. Like we don't get 
fucking out our tits. I think I've no. been I think I've been blackout drunk once in my entire life. And it was on my eighteenth birthday. Which was a time. But like my dad's the same. He never got like at least what I saw. Cause he used to like they would have there was a, a family that lived a couple of doors down. Yeah. And they had kids that were like around the same age as like me and my brother. So they would just like come over with their kids and they would just like close the living room door. So we'd have the whole house to ourselves and they would just be in the living room like getting pissed. <laughs> so I like at that. the start of the night, it was like no kids allowed, the door shut. We're in here to have a drink and just have a nice time. But then by about like nine o'clock, half nine, that door was wide open. The fucking <laughs> like chic was blading through the speakers. <laughs> Everybody was up having a wee fucking... A little fucking boogie and shit. A fucking boogie. Oh, it was, it was, it was, I never really saw my dad like blackout drunk, but when he had a, he had enough, he did get a little like, a little dancey dancey. Mm. And my dad, my dad liked his karaoke as well. I see. (laughs) When he had a bit of a drink in him. God. Like, remember on holiday one time, he went up and he did a fucking Oasis song, and I was so embarrassed. (laughs) As you would be. Because I think I was like 15, 14 or 15, so I was like, what? It was when I still went on holiday with my mum and dad, but my brother never came with us anymore. Right. So I think it was like around that time. So he would, my brother would have been about like 17. And I went up and he fucking sang Oasis at like this, at the bar of the hotel. So it wasn't even like out with strangers. Oh, like we no. had to come the next day and see the same people. <laughs> nah. I've done that once. <laughs> well, karaoke? Yeah, yeah. I've done karaoke more than once, but I've done karaoke in a hotel once. Right, okay. The, the hotel that we were staying in. Uh-huh. And I had Tenerife, and I was like, in and out of my, my fucking mosher phase at the same time. Toy. So there I was, my hair like fucking spiky up at the back, like I was oh, Zacky fucking Vengeance. Delicious. And sang Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking picture, dude. Oh, it was class. I was like, I was wearing like, Normie clothes. I okay, was okay, like okay, yeah. shorts and like a t-shirt. You yeah, know, yeah, so it wasn't like. <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't like gothed out to the max. <laughs> yeah, you're in like Matalan shorts. But I was still like, yeah, everything by Michael Bublé, please. <laughs> Screamer though, banger. It's fucking so good. Would uh, Would you say that's like your go-to karaoke song? Nah, Piano Man, Billy Joel. Really? It's a banger. Holy fuck, dude! Can you imagine being Billy Joel and writing that song? I reckon when he finished it, he just sat back and went. Well, that's the retirement fund. <laughs> it's unreal. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever heard it from start to finish. What? I could probably sing the song, but I've never like heard it begin and then heard it end. You I'm, should do that. Tonight. I will have heard the whole song. When you drive, bits. when you drive home tonight, you should put that on just because it's a great song. It's a great storytelling song. They're drinking a drink called loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone. Oh, Billy. You're going through some stuff. Oh, Billiam, what are you doing that for? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal, man. I usually like, go for a bit of Crackling Rosie by Neil Diamond. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Every key change? Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Down, 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 down. There's actually a video. Me and Emma went out. That will be... Actually, I've been blackout drunk two times because that <laughs> night was blackout as well. So we went to... Emma's pals who live in Port Glasgow, we went down there for just like, fuck it, we'll just go for like a blowout. The Wains are away. Yeah. Their Wains were being watched. We'll just go for a blowout because it's like, her and her man were going out and then like two of their pals were coming out as well. And then, I, I don't know what it was that came out, but some kind of spirit came out that was far too strong to ever be consumed by a human being. So it'll be like Hold absinthe on. or some Hold shit. On. Moonshine. <laughs> My brain went somewhere else. You know, like, oh, some sort of spirit came out, and I was like, you got possessed? <laughs> <laughs> That's where my brain went instantly. I was like, the party monster got you? <laughs> it's a different person. Nah, man, just like, I think it was absinthe or some shit came out. <laughs> and then we ended up at a pub in, I think it was in Greenock. I don't fucking know where the pub was. Right. Straight up, I don't remember getting there. But there it already a, sounds like a bad time. There is a video of me. So Emma took a video of me doing karaoke, but you can't hear me doing the karaoke because Emma's singing so fucking loud. 
I'm sure she's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking she hates that video, dude. You need to find that video. I absolutely you need hate to send it. I'll try and dig it out, man. But it's fucking, fucking excellent. Class. Like that was probably the last time where I was like blackout because of whatever that was that came out. Yeah. Don't remember anything else about that night. I don't think I've ever actually been blackout. Yeah, I don't think I have. Obviously, like not drinking for ten years definitely helps that. <laughs> yeah, my drinking career has been hella short. <laughs> <laughs> the only time that I've been not even close to it but like felt really bad was when we were on holiday last uh-huh. like no last June mm-hmm. or July whenever the fuck it was and we went to this cocktail bar in like the town Hanya mm-hmm. and we drank quite a lot we drank a bottle of wine we had a couple of beers and then we went to this cocktail bar and I had a couple of whiskeys and Shanna got this fucking like spicy margarita essentially it was so spicy. Yeah? And I had a wee taste of it, obviously. Spicy margarita. Let's go. That sounds amazing. You the shot. So we went back to the hotel, to our apartment, we got a taxi back. I remember being in the taxi just like... <sighs> <laughs> you know, you're swaying just a little bit. Like, Thank God that window's open, otherwise it's a bad time. <laughs> but I got out, paid the man. We went to our apartment. And I didn't feel drunk anymore. What? I was like, sick. This is cool. So, hit the bed, hit the pillow, boom, out. Out? Woke up at maybe like three o'clock in the, af- in the afternoon, in the evening, in the night. The night. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a time, then. <laughs> Man, three in the morning, uh-huh. I waited <gasps> so hard. In the toilet? In the toilet. Thank I got God. to the toilet. I tried to say that it was the spice from the from the cocktail. <laughs> I'm too proud. I'm too proud to admit I was too stupid. stuck in the back of my throat. Because it did, but that's not why I threw up. You know, like, I threw up because I was steaming drunk. But the spice got stuck in the back of my throat. I started coughing loads and my body went, it's time to get all this out. So we wake up the next morning and I'm convinced, convinced I've got heat stroke. <laughs> I feel fucking terrible. We walked around last night and like we were there pretty early in the day and like we walked around and I had my sun cream on and we went under shade. Does my, does my head look burnt? Like is it is it red? Shannon was like, You're hungover? And I was like, I didn't have that much to drink last night. I just, it must be heat stroke. I'm drinking water all day and I'm like staying in the shade. I'm like, mm, I definitely don't feel right. I'm gonna go for a quick swim in the sea. That'll sort me out. Nah, nothing. Nothing was working. Uh-huh. We went for lunch. And I drank quite a lot of water by this point. And I was like, heat stroke will be fine now. I've had loads of water. I've been resting. Yeah. You know, all the usual stuff. I'll have a beer. <clears throat> I had a beer and I like necked a lot of it quite quickly. And I was like, I feel okay. <laughs> so I was like, you've been hung over <laughs> all day. I was like, nah. <laughs> Nah, it must have been heat stroke. But I don't remember, like, being as drunk as I was. And I think that's the closest I've been to blackout drunk. Right, okay. Okay. Just because I don't remember the night before, really. Yeah. I think the worst one was definitely when I turned 18. Mm. So we did, like, a... Like, dorkiest thing ever. When we turned 18, we had, like, a... We did, like, a pub crawl. But we were all, like, dressed in, like, Harry Potter house colours. Oh, tariffs. Just actual fucking piece of shit dorks. Um, We get kicked out of Rufus Firefly. Nice. That's hard. No one gets kicked out of there. No, no one does. I don't know how we did. We were just sloppy. (laughs) Um, And then after getting kicked out of Rufus, I don't remember anything else. All I have is, like, pictures of the night. So that's like my evidence of what actually happened that <laughs> night. Um, apparently we were in ABC. Uh, and then I woke up the next morning uh, on the singer of my old band's couch. Because he lived above the Tesco. Yeah, down by... I like the Brazilian restaurant. Yeah. Like down that way towards Anderson. Yeah. So he lived there at the time. And I woke up on his couch... Um, absolutely fucking burst. I didn't know what was going on. And then I like went into my pocket to get my phone and there was like 
a bit of paper mm. and I had been fined. <laughs> I don't remember this happening. I still can't actually like admit that this actually happened because I don't remember it. But I had a fine in my pocket because I was caught pissing in the street. Oh, uh, like, you had your pee pee out? I peed in the street. Big deal. But uh, then the people I was out with told me that I'd actually peed on uh, an ATM on Sucky Hall Street. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Those ATMs are gross at the best of times. <laughs> are you fucking wazzing all over it? I'm definitely not the first person to have done it. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was that was that would be the most blackout I've ever been. I don't ever intend on ever being that steaming again. Because literally anything could have happened that night and that's what fucking scares me. The issue for me is if I was to even attempt it, I'm such a lightweight, I'd be, lightweight, I'd be home in half an hour. Like, <laughs> it would just ruin my night. Like, I, I really appreciate these people that can drink and drink and drink and drink and yeah. it be fine. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, four drinks. Oh. <laughs> Type for sleep. Snoozing. Oh man, I definitely couldn't do it now. Like, you obviously have a, a very different kind of energy when you're like an actual child. So oh, yeah. being able to do that at 18 was like nothing. Like going out all the time and shit. Like, I would not survive. Because like back then we were doing like two, three nights on the trot. Jesus, I couldn't do that now. No, I can barely even survive a night. I go home early to every event. Yes, of course, that's the best. It was like I don't even know what it was. What were we out for? Was it Sam Stag do? But we went out with, like, Duncan and Craig Oh, yeah, and with Sammy Stagg, yeah. Yeah, so we, we like, I mean, it started really fucking early. So we went, like, hatch throwing and, or hatchet throwing and all the other fucking stupid shit we did. And then we went to a couple of pubs and had something to eat. And then see, when we went to, like, that arcade place. Hmm. As soon as I stepped foot in that arcade place, I was like, I'm going home soon. And this was, like, fucking half eight. <laughs> Jesus. And I just, I definitely get to that point now where I just, I just know my limit. And I think that's good. It's good to have those kind of boundaries within yourself because yeah. otherwise you just rip the cunt out of it all the time. Keep going all the time. But it, was, yeah. it was like fucking... I remember walking in and just being like... my. I think it, was, it wasn't even so much the drinking. It was just like my social battery is done. Yeah. Like I have drained... Like I have nothing else to say. Well, I left so early that I could still get a bus. <laughs> yeah. But it was still like past midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy left early. <laughs> That's true. We were still out. <laughs> but Sammy bless him. He doesn't need drink anything, so. Nah. It's different than that kind of thing when you're actually like having a drink and stuff, but. Tell me about it. <laughs> I've lived both those lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But I, I, I still hope I maintain some sort of like child-like inner being. Yeah. You know? I think that'd be quite nice. I had like a wee moment actually of being like, like a young dude. Because we were playing our last show as Rainfalls yep. in two days' time. So by the time <clears> this <throat> episode comes out, we'll have already played our last show as Rainfalls. And I had a wee moment where I was like, my first ever show in my high school band, I played with like three of my pals from school, we played Rockers. It's the nice. first gig nice. I ever played. What Rockers is now audio, mm-hmm. which is where we are playing on Saturday. So it was like I had that kind of like full circle moment. And I was like, I'm not saying I'm ever, I'm like done with music because obviously I would still want to do stuff like writing stuff and all that. Yeah, but like that type, like heavy music, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm definitely at that point when I'm like, I feel like this is the that chapter of my life kind of being closed. Yeah, and it feels quite poetic that like my first ever heavy band show with my high school band was in rockers and then the last show that i'm going to be playing is in audio and it's sold out yeah it just feels very poetic i definitely had a wee moment of just like oh, i remember that like 16 year old kid <laughs> playing this show to like my parents and like my friends parents because that was obviously the only people that are going to turn up to that yeah. show and like a couple of pals that were like, I will come, I'll be, I, you know. It's, it's pretty mad to think about, actually. Like, I've been talking about it quite a lot today in work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think I've, it's sunk in. 
Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to get quite emotional on stage. Like, Probably. I can feel it brewing, you know, like obviously 12 years is a long time to do anything, you yeah. know, as an inactive as we've been over the last five. Yeah. Like, it was still a thing that consumed my life for at least eight years, Aye. like eight, seven, eight years. But even if you like take into account, as much as we weren't really doing anything, it was still like part of our lives like oh, yeah, we still absolutely. talked about stuff and we were still like like most of my social circle or actually all of my social circle comes like circle has circled around that band yeah like everybody i still speak to has kind of like stemmed from it almost which is fucking insane like yeah, when you think about bizarre. it if, if it has been if you do take into account that 12 years that's more than a third of our life has involved <sighs> yep. this part and yep. now we're having to like <laughs> move on with the next couple of thirds. I guess we're hopefully gonna have. <sighs> that's not. It's just not gonna be a part of it. It's just fucking weird to think. Yeah, it's it's odd. <clears throat> I remember that first show that we played in Stairway. Mm-hmm. I just remember being quite nervous about it. Super like, nervous. I remember like I played in a band previously, mm-hmm. but I actually felt good about this one. Yeah. And I don't know, it was just, I remember having my back turned <laughs> most of the night because <laughs> I was just like nervous about it. It was like the only time I got nervous. I remember um, a promoter told us that we were going to play another show halfway through the set. Do you not remember this? No. He came up to us as well as on stage and that's when I announced that we were playing with Vanna and Hundreds. Oh, the other one we played in Ivory Black. Oh, yeah. That was, was a, that was our second show, that, right? Yeah, that was our second show. Ooh. And I, I just remember being like, here, we could have something here. We yeah. could do something with it. Yeah. And we we did stuff. Yeah. like it, we Not might an not awful have, lot, but we, we might did not do have, stuff. like, fucking made waves and we might not have been. Oh, we didn't play MSG, you know, but, like, we yeah. still had fun. We yeah. still, for a local band, did some stuff. That's the thing, is it's like, I would say, I have, I have been thinking about it as well, like, very much like reminiscing. Like, there was so much, like, fucking shit that happened during it but i don't remember any of that none of that sticks out in my mind whatsoever everything i remember is just so fond in my brain yeah there was a lot of shite stuff that i just i think i have blocked it out because at the time it really upset me and wound me up yeah but the thing for me is i keep getting the timeline mixed up with certain things like like sammy like joining the band and all that kind of stuff i'm like when the fuck did that happen? Like, <laughs> no, like he has it like to the day, and we're just like, nah, man, nah, <laughs> you're a liar. <laughs> like, we were a band for so much longer than that. What are you fucking talking about? It's just, it's just weird. It's weird to think that it will be done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has like pretty much been done for the past like couple of years. It but has, it, but it, we it never, had never said been, it. It had never been closed. It had never been like decided. It was always just kind of like, yeah, well, we do stuff. I will maybe pick something up. Yeah, and now it is just like got that closure. Let's just let's just fucking bye bye. And it, um, sayonara. I don't know. If it feels like it's our choice now. Yeah. Like the last show we played was that terribly organised fucking festival in Selby down in yeah. Yorkshire, and that sucked. And if that was the last thing that I ever did with this band, I would look back on it and be like, "Fuck's sake!" That was shit. Because I just remember like taking the piss the entire time. Yeah. I just remember saying, oh, this song's a jazz fusion song. <laughs> a, a cover of jazz fusion band Slayer. <laughs> and everyone was like, Ooh. I remember like the fucking sound guy was like pure metal as fuck guy. Yeah. And he was like, Ooh. and then Sammy went, do, 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 on the drums. <laughs> do, do, do. And then we played fucking Creep, which was a pop song. I was just like, that. Like, I, remember, I remember like giving it my, my PayPal, like, address and be like oh give me a fiver i want a fucking kfc like <laughs> <laughs> i just stopped caring because it yeah. was such a bad show yeah, you know it was fucking hella garbage <laughs> but it's just so weird i do look back on the things that we did you know like playing those run of five shows or whatever it was like down the uk that's all i ever wanted yeah all i ever wanted yeah. you know was to it sounds super cliche, but like be in a van and like yeah. sleeping on hardwood floors, like just hanging out with the hanging out with the like just hanging out with good people. Yeah, just trying to involve it, as many good people as we could, and just having fun with it. Like yeah. 
we've played with a lot of bands over those days and a lot of them took themselves way too seriously yeah and we just we just wanted to fucking hang out do you remember that band <laughs> we played with in birmingham that wore like uniforms no so there was a band that played before us and they played wearing like <laughs> not army uniforms but like shirts and like green like almost army-esque jackets i don't remember that at all yeah the guy was like a lot and then like we played and then that band resolve played who yeah. are still going and still fucking amazing. resolve were fucking wild <clears throat> man yeah, and they're still fucking fantastic so like cool. they've changed so much and they're great you know that's class but um i remember they went on before us and i was just like oh god <laughs> <laughs> I hope we never get to that. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. I couldn't imagine like having like bring him on strobe lights and shit, you know, and just like <laughs> like we we never did any of the things that the bands that got big around the time that we were playing did. Yeah. you know, like we never cared about the stage. We never cared about the sound. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't do like backing tracks or like anything like that. And I, that, that's not to say that that's all wrong and bad. It would have ah. been really fun to play around with that yeah and like take it to the next level because i think if we did take it to the next level like we probably would have done way more than what we did yeah i reckon we probably could have got a proper uk tour mm-hmm. and i reckon maybe once to europe that would have been nice if we tried yeah that's it. that was it. that was it. <laughs> like our band lacked was ambition like no it, was, no it wasn't ambition it was effort <laughs> we lacked the fucks to give like we just didn't care yeah like, it, but I, like, I think that's why I, I look back on it so fondly because it's not like i don't feel like we're losing out on anything like we no, didn't no we didn't try and make it so we're not like this isn't us like giving up on that dream no this is just like we had a fucking blast for 12 years that it's is, not something that we're going to like be able to maintain going forward because we're very no. fucking different people now. Yeah. So it's just nice to be like, that was fucking fun. Yeah. It's just, it's just nice to know that it's coming to an end on our terms. Yeah. I think that's what's nice about it. Um, oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to throw myself off a stage. It's <laughs> actually going to be people dude. be caught by no one still. <laughs> But like that scene in fucking School of Rock. Oh god, <laughs> it's such a stupid thing, isn't it? But I, I, I'd like I have been properly like thinking back on it and reminiscing a lot. Just like some of the most like some of my most fond memories of that time of my life has revolved around rainfalls and you and Sam and even the other guys that were part of the band at the time. Yeah, like yeah. heavily, all like so much just nice memories to think back on awkward ones fights scraps raging at each other but like i don't know man it was just oh, i wouldn't fucking change it for the world no <laughs> nah, I, I really wouldn't like it's just it's why we did it yeah it's the same as anything in our lives anything we've ever spoken about we do it till it's not fun yeah <clears throat> and towards the end rainfalls did become a chore yeah i really found myself struggling to do a lot of the things that i had to do for the band yeah because I was struggling to want to do it, it was just it was getting worse and worse, and I was putting a lot off a lot of things. And I spoke to you earlier on about it, like writing music, mm-hmm. like good care, because mm-hmm. I was just like, there's negative energy in the band because none of us really know what we're doing, mm-hmm. and we kind of want to take it a little bit further, but do we? Like, yeah, <clears throat> we just it really sucked the life out of it for me, mm-hmm. and like I think it was five years away from it, four or five years, whatever it's been have been really really good Mm -hmm. because i am so excited for just one last chance yeah one last chance that's all i want just throw ourselves around and just go back to it being fun yeah i just want to have fun yeah like the probably the most like fun thing that i always think of was that like weekender we did with holding absence yeah i don't know what it is about those shows but they just stick out in my mind because it was like I mean, like, the shows themselves were fine. Like, there, yeah, was, okay. there was people and, like, that. but I think that was, like, the first time where I felt really confident about, like, me playing because that was after our guitarist had left. Yeah. And it was, like, all the 
because the guitar is one of the like you know the driving forces of that style of music so it was the first time where i felt like really confident in what i was doing because i didn't feel like i don't know what it was like i think because i there was another person another guitar playing i felt like i could hide behind it a little bit yeah you so, played the the classic rhythm guitar you yeah know, like you were in amongst it yeah so if anything if he did anything wrong they'd hear that uh-huh. if you did anything wrong Meh, they're hearing him so it's really all good about it. so yeah. then just having to like step up how i played and how i thought about playing just definitely made me feel a lot more comfortable about what i was doing and that was like the first time we'd played shows when it was just the four of us yeah um and i think it was just because like i actually had like positive reactions from people so like i'd be talking to people like after the show and stuff and they would just be like man that's like like he's just sounded so tight and like it was clean what a uh-huh. lot of people said like it didn't sound muddy like and i love that like i was never one that cared about about like production and all that kind of stuff but like as long as we sounded nice yeah you know it's like every time we played in edinburgh like i can't remember the guy's name now dino is that his name i uh, bought an opium yeah like he was one of the best sound guys we ever worked with like he cared Oh yeah, that he, was that was the big difference with he him. He loved his job, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, he wasn't out of it. Yeah, he wasn't like out of touch with anything. He was just like, "This is fun." Yeah, like, like you, I've I've really respected him because he was mixing the sound while we were playing. Yeah, it was like nuts. most places you go to, you do a line check and then the sound guy sits down and looks at his phone. Yeah, but while he was, he I could actually see him walking walk to in. different parts of the yeah. room. And like adjusting volumes and adjusting pans and stuff to suit different parts. And I was just like, that is somebody who is just so enthusiastic. And it's just going to make everybody feel better about the show. I also think that those shows that we played with them, with the whole absence, like, it's nice to see where they're at now. Mm-hmm. You know? And I do have a little bit of jealousy. Yeah. Because it could have been us. Like, yeah. I, I think that's the thing that really it got me for a little while. Like, as much as I saying, we didn't do it to make it. We didn't do it to like do whatever. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would have liked to have gotten to a level where we could do something. Mm-hmm. And like, I see all these bands that we've played with once or twice, like killing it. Yeah, I, I get that little like, mm. <laughs> fuck. Because we did play with some like really, really like now really big. Yeah. When you think about that, like at that around that time, we played with Holden Absence. We played with Loath. Yep. We played with Creeper. Yep. And we played in really small venues with all these bands. Like, the Holden Absence show in Glasgow, was that not in fucking Garage Attic? Garage Attic. Like, tiny, tiny show. Yeah, they're fucking touring all over the world, you know? Like, yeah, that's like, crazy. Loath are, like, absolutely fucking huge in, like, America and shit now. Mm-hmm. One of these, like, massive, massive... Creeper, tours. we played with them in the Mash House. Mash or fucking House. GRV, whatever it's called nowadays. Yeah. Um, And now they're playing... They played, like, the Roundhouse and stuff. Like Really? Yeah, like, what? But those are, again, going back to what we said before, these are the people that produced their music. They are career musicians, uh-huh. whereas we were just guys. Idiots that learned how to play instruments. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we just had fun with it. They took the essence of what punk rock is and ran with it. Yeah. You know, like, they have fun with what they're doing, but now what they're doing is so beyond... That, like not punk rock like, I'm not saying that they're not punk rock anymore I'm just saying like they are the leaps and bounds above what they should a lot of people within that scene are you know like it's it's crazy like, it's crazy to see them doing it and I, I, let's say I, I feel like not resentment in any sort of way but a little bit of jealousy <laughs> a little bit of jealousy I think I would, that's natural though I would love to play in Europe and America and fucking yeah. Australia and yeah. Japan, you know, like, I'd love to do that, <laughs> but it never happens because we just didn't care enough. <laughs> just didn't make enough of an effort. No, we never made enough of an effort. <clears throat> and we were always skint. Like, yeah, if we yeah. tried to do this <laughs> band now, like, thing, oh my God. if we tried to do this band now, it would it, be fine. It would be so much. It's like, see, even just trying to like scrape the money together to like record a couple of songs. Oh my God. Like that was a fucking struggle, man. man. Record? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Like we were young. Uh-huh. I didn't have a job. We were fucking broke. Yeah. Like. Then I had a kid and just made it worse. Yep. You had a kid and made it worse. 
And I was just like, right, well, that's the band over. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you had another one, but that was after we stopped. Uh, yeah, I had another. Uh, yeah, I had another one like two years after we played a show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was one year, one year, one year. But <clears> I, yeah, oh, it's, it's like. I think you're right, man. Like, I think there is going to be quite a lot of, like, emotion flying around on the night. Like, it's going to be very surreal. Um, Hi. Surreal is one word for it, man. Very, kind of, difficult to deal with, but, like, oh, God, I just, I can't wait to just, like, just have fun one last time, man. This is the start of the five-year plan, like, 2028. Uh-huh. We'll be back. <laughs> Just five-year intervals. <laughs> That's it, man. Five-year plan. <laughs> All the big bands do it. <laughs> so I would use this as a selling moment, but unfortunately, if you haven't already bought a ticket, you are shit out of luck because there are none left. So And this comes out after the podcast. So uh, after it does. The show. So fuck <laughs> Your brain is broken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's time. Talk about more music. To bust out La Playlist. La Playlist. Dead in jumps. Dead in jumps. Dead in jumps. That's some throat singing, dude. Tibetan throat singing. (laughs) (laughs) As always, my uh, choices this week were a little bit all over the place. Unorthodox to say the least. The first song is Bohemian Like You by the Dandy Fucking Warhol. I mean, what? Fucking song. <laughs> I don't have to say anything to you about this song because it's so good. It's perfect. Bands that have fun. This band. <laughs> Class. The, ne- the next song I put on is by a Glasgow band called uh, Piss Bath. Nice, dude. <laughs> the song is called Bong Voyage. <laughs> Um, our friend's partner went to see this band a couple of weeks ago and they were telling me about it and they were just like oh he's away to see a band called Piss Bath and I was like sorry say those words again <laughs> and then I instantly went and listened to it and I was like here it's good fun it's like really skeezy dirty feeling fast paced punk rock class it's so good <laughs> so good. it's so good I just I don't listen to a lot of heavy music anymore, so it takes a lot for something to really, like, pique my interest. Yeah. That name got me. Piss Bath. <laughs> I know I make fun of you for, like, Spectral Wounding. I knew that was coming. See, as soon as you started that sentence, I was like, this motherfucker's going to bring up Spectral Wound again. Yeah, fucking, I don't know, like, Haunted to Bogey. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> the shit you listen to. As soon as you, like, those names can fuck right off, you know? But Piss Bath... There's just something about it spoke to me. Um, this is off an EP that's just come out. It's called Hood Rat Shit Volume One. <laughs> it's fucking dynamite, man! Like it's so good. Like, the songs are called Street Valium, Into the Void, Sword Swallower, and Bong Voyage. It came out on the tenth of February, so it's hella new. Sword Swallower as well. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely listening to that on the way home. Fuck it's, Billy Joel, dude. It's very good. It's a uh, ten minutes long. Yes. It's you know perfect. I love that, dude. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. Um, aye. <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, the next song that I put on is by Westside Gun and Mac Homie. Mac, Mac Homie? Mac Homie? Mac Homie? Oh my God. Who was saying that? Mac Homie. Mac Homie. Mac Homie? Machomi. <laughs> actually are. It's called Margiela Split Toes. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I have no idea, man. It came up on like an Instagram reel the other day. I was watching one of those stupid Get Ready With Me videos. Nice. Dude. Some guy was using it. I was like, fucking vibes. I, ch- <laughs> I checked it at the bottom and I was like, oh, what's a gun? Yes, yes. sir. I just like, that song's amazing. I've been banging it a lot lately. Is that from Hitler Wears Hermes? Uh, yes, it's from Hitler Wears Hermes 8. 8, yeah. Sincerely, Adolf. <laughs> okay. Okay, Westside. Okay. Next song is called Box Number 10 by Jim Cross. I believe is how you say his name. Okay. It's just a nice wee Americana banger. I had to slip one of those in. Yeah, it's a little bit sad. Nice. But it's just very nice. It's very. It's a very nice song. Man got a nice voice? Yeah. No. 
Not really, nice. but he does. I fuck with that. It's one of those like classic like seventies guys with a guitar vibe. Sick. So they never had the best voices, but it's yeah. the stuff you want to listen to the most. Yeah. It's like what we've always said about some of the bands that we listen to. Like like Timber Timber is probably like the top one. Like he's yeah. not got an amazing voice, but I would listen he to it. Can hold a note. It's oh. an interesting voice. Yeah, interesting voices are more what I'm into than have, anything else. Have you seen their fucking Tiny Desk that they did? No. Oh my god, I want to be that guy. I'm going to watch it when I go home. I want to be that guy. Nice. He pulls off the long bald so well. Yeah. And he's he's rocking like this fucking like gold, I want to say it's like a jazz master. Ooh. Oh, he, he, he's wearing, I'm pretty sure he's wearing like a suit jacket and shit. Ooh. Like the dude is just a fucking vibe. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. But yeah, Jim Cross. Very good song. Nice. I want to find out what actually came out. So this album came out in 1972. It's old shit, dude. And it's called You Don't Mess Around With Jim. <laughs> All right, man. Maybe I want to. Maybe yeah. I fucking want to, Jim. Maybe, Maybe now because you'd be to. like 142 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good song. Um, as I just stuck it on there. It comes up in one of my like folk and acoustic mix. Nice. <laughs> and it's always like the first song and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> nice. The next song is also an old song. Um, this song is from 1969. Ooh. Ooh oh Well, Part 1 by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, what a fucking song, dude. Yep. Is this, so good. Oh, this is the one that fucking Hein did a cover of. Did yeah. you see that? Fuck me, dude. So cool. Amazing song. Is that not a Tea in the Park? Yeah, they did it at Tea in the Park, but they also did it in like a radio station one time as well. Cool. Oh, so good. The song is cool. And like, if you told me it was Fleetwood Mac, I'd be like, shut up. Yeah, because it's, 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 it's like Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. It was Peter yeah, Green's yeah. Fleetwood Mac, wasn't it? But, um, my God. What a banger. It's so good, man. What a fucking banger. I always remember, like, <laughs> being in band practice. Mm-hmm. Like, our old guitarist would just, like, play the lick on guitar all the time. And I yeah. was like, nice. Because nice. <laughs> I think we wanted to cover it at one point. But, yeah. Yeah. They're... You know, we didn't want Haim catching wind of it and coming after us. So, you know. <laughs> but we also wanted to cover Haim as well. We did want to cover Haim. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's my picks for this week. Man, we had some bad ideas. I'm glad we didn't do a lot of them. <laughs> so, the first song that I put on... I don't actually know how you say this guy's name. I don't know if it's Cloud River or Cloud Driver. Because it's all one word. Oh. So I'm not sure how you say it. But anyway. How many D's are in it? Just one. Cloud Driver. Cloud Driver. Yeah. I read it as Cloud Driver when I first saw it. So that's just what he has in my head now. Um, <laughs> so I was just like flicking through like Spotify. And it was just like, I just saw the guy's like profile picture. And I was just like, he looks like a bit of a I'm just going to listen to this stuff. And it's like a kind of it's like indie pop shit. Is that what you sent me earlier on today? Yeah, dude. Right. Okay. I haven't listened to it. It's like, I mean, it's only like I think the, this is from like a four or five track EP, so it's just like nice. a kind of fifteen minute thing that you can just like blaze through. Slap on. But it's just so fucking good, man. Like definitely like, like indie pop, pop. I think the guy's like Taiwanese or some shit, cool. and he's just got like a really cool voice, and he plays like really nice synthesizers. He's got a fucking he's like hella good at guitar. It's just a real nice fucking vibe to listen to. Sick. Next song I put on is uh, Rusty by Tyler the Creator. Nice. Which features Domo Genesis and Aero Sweatshirt. I think this is from his Wolf album. Yeah, it's from Wolf. They did this on like Jimmy Kimmel or some shit like fucking years ago. And I remember seeing a video of it fucking forever ago. And I was like, this is so cool. Because I didn't really, because I think when I heard this, I didn't listen to Odd Future at the time. Mm. So that this was kind of like my first exposure of... Tyler, Domo, yeah, Errol, like all, and then like like I kind of like fed into fucking Odd Future, where then it came across like the internet that had like fucking Steve Lacey in it and all the other people for like Frank Ocean, all the other people that were all involved in in Odd Future, but it just like popped up on like like you know that way where you like you end up a run of songs and it just like kind of plays the next song, yeah, and this one came on, I was like I fucking forgot about this song, <laughs> it's just so good, like it's just. That old, obviously, like, Tyler's had a massive, like, change, change. in sound, you know? <laughs> but this is when he was still, like, quite grimy and, like, aggressive and shit. And it's yeah. fucking so, so good. So I never really enjoyed that kind of stuff from him because I just felt it was, like, super abrasive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found it quite hard to listen to. Like, there's a couple of songs on Wolf that I can, like, listen to now. And I'm just like, 
yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But I haven't given it a proper chance again. The next song I put on is a Big Man Little Dignity from the new Paramore record. Nice. So the new Paramore record is amazing, obviously, because it's Paramore. But this song I really liked because I love when somebody has been doing music for so long but still try something that they've not necessarily done before. Mm. So there's like quite a small part of the song where Hayley Williams like really pushes her voice in a different way she's ever done before. And it's just stuck in my head ever since I first heard it. Nice. Heard it. Because it's like, she's definitely not done it, at least in Paramore terms. She's not tried to like push her voice in that certain way. And I just love it when people are like, I've been doing this for so long, but I'm still doing different shit. Yeah. Still want to try something new. Still want to make it fun. Like make it different for me rather than just doing the same shit over and over again. I respect that. And that, that song is also just like class. Big man, little dignity. Good name. Mm. Good name. Mm. Next song I put on is Tunnel Vision, which is the new Jesus Peace song. And it's just hard as fuck, dude. Nice. I think they've got a new album coming out in like April or some some shit. And I'm very excited for it. And then the last song I put on is Down Here on the Ground by Grant Green. Which is just a real nice fucking... Jazzy guitar man. Instrumental jazzy guitar man. We love a jazzy guitar, man. And it is fucking delightful. Mm. That's all I need to say. Well, thanks for listening to the the reminiscing pod. (laughs) A little trip down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we do the podcast, we won't have a band. We'll be dead. Fuck. R.I.P. Forever. Rip Falls. Till 2028. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. We've got five years to write an album. (laughs) Anyway, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you all so much. Goodbye. We love you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. I love you. I love you too.